Welcome to Main Menu for September 30th, 2011. I'm Jamie Pauls. On this week's edition of Main Menu, after our weekly tech update from Chase Crispin, David Woodbridge of Vision Australia shows us how to use an iPod Nano or Shuffle as a USB stick. Next, we hear a demonstration of Code Factory's TV Speak, which allows one to watch TV from a computer. After that, we learn about IMAP Weather Radio for iOS devices. Finally, Code Factory demonstrates mobile accessibility for Android devices. That's all coming up on this edition of Main Menu. Tech Update, a technology news segment heard on ACB Radio's Main Menu and Accessible World's Tech Talk. Hello, Main Menu and Tech Talk. This is Chase Crispin with the Tech Update for the week of September 26, 2011. This week we have several short but exciting technology news stories. First is that Google has completely opened up Google+. For those of you unfamiliar with Google+, it's basically Google's social network where you can connect with others and video chat and send messages and things like that. Previously, Google+, was in beta and you had to have an invite to join. Now anyone can sign up for Google+, at plus.google.com. Plus is the word P-L-U-S, not the plus sign. Humanware has just announced that they are ready to ship their next model of their next generation of Braille displays. This is the Brilliant BI-40 Braille display. This display is more affordable, more compact, and has better Braille technology than the previous display. It fits easily in front of a desktop or a laptop. It's not big. It is apparently very durable, and it also has very crisp Braille cells, similar to the ones found on the Braille Note Apex. The price of the Brilliant. The price of the Brilliant BI-40 is lower than the prices of previous Brilliant models, so to learn more about this new display or to order it today, you can visit humanware.com. Something exciting has happened that many people have been anticipating for quite a while, and this is the availability of a Windows 8 official version for people to test. This is the Windows 8 developer preview, but it has been released to most of the general public so that you can use it legally, and it's basically a public beta now that it's been released, but it's still called the Windows 8 developer preview. People have been testing Narrator, which appears to be buggy at this point, which will hopefully be improved, but yet have more functionality. There are also many other changes and interface improvements in Windows 8. If you would like to try out the Windows 8 Developer Preview, which is basically, like I said, the public beta, you can do so at msdn.microsoft.com slash en-us slash windows. Then on that page, you will find a link for Windows 8, and you'll be able to download Windows 8 there. Again, that link is msdn.microsoft.com slash en-us slash windows. However, because Windows 8 is still fairly early in its development, you will want to make sure that you can remove Windows 8 from your system or have a dedicated computer for Windows 8. If you aren't that comfortable with a computer or very tech-savvy, you might not want to jump to Windows 8 quite yet, as this, again, is just a beta that will have some bugs and does have the potential of crashing your computer. If you would like to learn more about Windows 8 accessibility or discuss what you found out about Windows 8 accessibility, 
you can subscribe to Rick Harmon's Blind Windows 8 email list, which you can subscribe to by sending an email to blindwindows8-subscribe at yahoogroups.com. That's blindwindows8, all one word, but 8 is the number 8, not the word, dash subscribe at yahoo-groups.com. There was a very interesting article submitted to me recently from a Tech Update listener about the Thunderbolt technology that I mentioned that's used in a lot of Apple's computers, desktops, and laptops that have been released in the last nine months or so. This article was on Mac Insider and gave us some information about the Thunderbolt technology. There's a lot of technical information to be found out about Thunderbolt, including its transfer rates, but this article also discussed the future of Thunderbolt. Interestingly enough, though Apple is the only one using this technology at the current time, Apple is not the one who carries the trademark for Thunderbolt. In fact, it is not even licensed to Apple at all. Apple has transferred development and rights to the Thunderbolt technology to Intel. Other manufacturers are beginning to consider adding Thunderbolt technology to their devices. Not very many computer manufacturers have committed to this yet, but Asus, the manufacturer of many common netbooks, has done this, and peripheral manufacturers such as Adobe, Western Digital, and many others have shown a tremendous interest in using Thunderbolt in their devices, which would allow more options for I.O. technology as well as faster data transfer speeds. There has been a website set up by Intel for information and development of the Thunderbolt technology, and you can visit that website at thunderbolttechnology.net. That's thunderbolttechnology, all one word, dot N-E-T. This will conclude the tech update for Main Menu and Tech Talk for the week of September 26th, 2011. I'm Chase Crispin. Thank you for listening to this week's tech update. If you have any comments or anything you would like to see added to next week's tech update, please call 206-337-4383 or email chase at acbradio.org. And be sure to listen to next week's Main Menu and Tech Talk. The following program was produced by Vision Australia. Visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. In this demonstration, I want to show you how to enable your iPod Nano or Shuffle via iTunes to be used as a USB stick, either on your Mac or on your Windows computer. I'm actually going to be using my Mac today. The only thing I would say about doing this in Windows, you can share it between both your Windows computer and your Mac. If, however, you format it on the Mac, so it's Mac format only, you'll only be able to use it as a USB stick on your Mac, not your Windows machine. So I've currently got my MacBook turned on. VoiceOver is running. And let me first of all jump to my desktop with shift control option D. Desktop, Macintosh HD, selected volume. Now in front of me, I've got several nanos and shuffles because I've actually been using this stuff for a couple of years now. I've actually got three nanos. I've got the fourth generation nano, which had the click wheel and the built-in speech that came from, of course, the Mac. And you had to wear headphones to use that device. Then I got the Nano 5th generation, 
which is the same deal, the click wheel, the built-in speech, but the nice thing about that particular Nano was the fact that it had an internal speaker, so you didn't need to wear headphones. And then I finally got the Nano 6th generation, which of course has the touchscreen with voiceover, and you do need to wear headphones, and those headphones also act as an aerial for the FM radio. And the built-in pedometer, which was in the other Nano, actually does work with voiceover now, which is really fantastic. But the really nice thing I like about the 4th, 5th and 6th generation Nanos is that they all use the 30-pin connector. So for those folks that actually use an iPhone, an iPod Touch or an iPad, they all use the 30-pin connector and you can use those same cables with the 4th, 5th, 6th nanos with the shuffles in my case i hear i've got the second and third generation ones they use a 3.5 mil connector and if you lose that cable probably like me you really don't have any spares hanging around so with that said let me plug in my nano 6 generation this one's actually been formatted for windows so I'm plugging it into my Mac. The other end of the USB cable is already in my USB port. So I'm now plugging the other end of the cable into the 30-pin connector on the Nano. And in a minute, you hear the bleep noise from iTunes. iTunes, window, iTunes, sources, table, one row selected, column, one of one, music, library, playlist, has keyboard focus. Okay, so we landed straight on the source playlist, which is very nice. If you're not on the source playlist and you want to get to just where the device is listed, you can press Control Option Command T to jump to that table. In fact, let me jump to the top of the screen just to show you how to do that. I'm going to do Shift Control Option Home to jump to the top of the screen. Previous dim button. Okay, so I'm at the top of the screen. I'm now going to jump to that source list table by doing Control Option Command T. Sources table. Okay, so I'm back to it again. And now I'm going to interact with that list table by doing shift control option down arrow. Interact with sources table row 2 of 26 selected. Okay, and now I'm going to do control option down arrow until I get down to my nano 6 generation device. Movies, TV shows, podcasts, books, apps 28, ringtones, radio, stores, iTunes, purchased, purchased, purchased devices, David's nano 6, battery, Charged device collapsed level one. Okay, so that's my nano six generation. I'm going to uninteract with the table list. So shift control option up arrow. Stop interacting with sources table one row selected column one of one. David's nano six battery charged device collapsed. Now we want to get across to the summary radio button and make sure it's selected. So we'll do control option right arrow twice. Vertical splitter summary. Selected radio button 1 of 5. Okay, summary button selected 1 of 5, and of course it's always selected. If it wasn't selected, we could do control option spacebar to select it. Now we need to get to the first scroll area. So I'm going to control option right arrow across to the scroll area. Music, podcast, books, photos, scroll area. There's our scroll area. Let's interact with the scroll area with shift control option down arrow. Interact with scroll area. 22 items, iPod. And let's go through this dollar box. So control option right arrow. Name. 
David's Nano Set Capacity 7. Point, software 1.0 Serial Number DCYDDs Format Windows Version Check for Update Button Your iPod Software is up to date Restore Button If you are experiencing problem Options Open iTunes when this iPod is connected Check Check Box Now I'm actually going to uncheck this at the moment because normally when I do plug in this I do have it unselected because I really don't want iTunes starting. I do have all my books already synced up to my Nano already, so I don't need to put any more stuff on the Nano. So I'm going to uncheck that now with Control Option Spacebar. You don't have to. Unchecked. Open iTunes when this iPod is connected. Checkbox. And if you want to confirm that, let's do Control Option F3. Open iTunes when this iPod is connected. Unchecked checkbox is in the voiceover cursor. Yeah, so that's definitely unchecked. So control option right arrow. Sync only check songs. Convert higher bit rates manually. Manage. Enable disk use. Unchecked checkbox. Okay, enable disk use. And it's unchecked. Let's check it with control option spacebar. Shoot text. Enabling the iPod for disk use requires manually ejecting the iPod before each disconnect, even when automatically syncing music. Control option right arrow to get to the OK button. Do not warn me again. Uncheck checkbox. And I'm going to leave that unchecked for the moment. This is a default. Control option right arrow. Cancel button. Control option right arrow. OK. Default button. OK. And OK is the default button. So we could have actually pressed enter on this dialog box. So control option spacebar. Now in window, iTunes. Enable disk use. Check checkbox. Now to apply these changes, and then maybe another way to do it, but I find that the way that I tend to do it is I need to uninteract with this scroll area. With shift control option up arrow. Stop interacting with scroll area. Go to the next scroll area with control option right arrow. Capacity bar section. Capacity bar section. Interact with shift control option down arrow. Interact with capacity bar section. And I need to jump down to the bottom of this window with shift control option end. Apply button. And there's my apply button. So control option space bar. Press apply button. iTunes ready. And let me uninteract with that scroll area now. Stop interacting with capacity bar section. And just to be nice and neat, let's jump back to our source table. So we can do that by jumping backwards to the table. So that would be Shift, Control, Option, Command, T. Sources, Table. Interact with the table again with Shift, Control, Option, Dinner. Interact with Sources, Table, Row 16 of 26, Selected, Column 1 of 1, David's Nano 6, Battery, Charged device. Okay, and let's eject it by doing Command E for eject. Eject David's Nano Sixth. And it's gone. So let me close iTunes because we don't need it anymore. Command Q. Quit iTunes. Desktop Macintosh HD. Selected volume. Disconnect my Nano. So I'm taking it out of the cable. Popping the cable back in again. Macintosh HD. Selected volume. Okay, and the desktop has come up again because it's got another device added to it. And let's see if we can find the Nano. Control option right arrow. Dropbox alias. D-A-V-I-D double. Selected volume. Okay, that's the name of my Nano. So I'm going to do control option spacebar to open it. Open now in window. D-W-O-O-D-B-R-I-D-G-E. List view table. No selection. Okay, that's my list view for the Nano. Interact with the table with shift control option dinner. Interact with list view table row one of seven. And now Name, we can read the diverselearners.pdf. So that's my diverse learners document, control option dinner. Inserting, opening, closing, and ejecting a USB stick or CD.mp3. Okay, that's one of my podcasts that I've got on the nano for transferring to work. 
So let me uninteract with that. Shift control option apro. Stop interacting with list view table. Let me press command accent to switch to my Dropbox folder that's already opened on my finder. And the accent key, by the way, is the key above your tab key. So command accent. Cycle through Windows. Now in window, Dropbox, Apple and Universal, access.doc, Microsoft Word 90. Now, I want to copy my podcast ideas for 2011 to my Nano to take to work, for example. So it's going to type in POD. For podcast ideas for 2011.txt. Okay, and copy it to my clipboard. Copy podcast ideas for 2011.txt. And I want to go backwards through my folder list. So I'm going to do Shift Command Accent. Now in window, DWOWBRIDGE. List view, table, one row selected, name, inserting, opening, close. Okay, and I'm going to paste my file, my podcast ideas for 2011, onto the nano. Paste item, one row added. Okay, and let's see if it's there. I'm just going to type in POD. Podcast ideas for 2011.txt, Monday, February 14th, 2011. So now I'm going to do, I'm actually going to close all my windows, including my Dropbox window, by doing Option Command W. Close all. D-W-O-D-B-R-I-D-G-E. Selected volume. And I'm now going to reject my nano. So Command D. It selection replaced. Zero item selected. And it's ejected. So I can now take it out. And, of course, go and use it on my Windows machine. Plug it into another Mac. Plug it back in again. And I've got myself my very useful USB stick. If you've got any other questions about Apple accessibility, please contact the Adaptive Technology Help Desk at Vision Australia on 1300 847 466. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. The preceding program was produced by Vision Australia. Visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org. Hello and welcome to this audio presentation of TV Speak, the Windows-based accessible television tuner from Code Factory of Barcelona, Spain. My name is Earl Harrison, president and owner of HandyTech North America, located in Columbia Heights, Minnesota. And this brief demonstration is going to just kind of give you a little bit of an idea of the types of things that you can do um, with TV Speak. Now, if you've got cable or satellite television and you just can't live without your ESPN, HP, or TV land, then probably for the moment this is not the product for you. But if you have family members who like to hog the TV and you want to steal away to another room of the house because maybe you want to watch something that you know is on local television like American Idol or the news or something like that. And this is an awesome solution because you can just take your laptop wherever you want to watch TV and sit there under headphones or you can turn your Windows PC into a multimedia center just by connecting it up to the 51 inch television set in the living room there and use your 
wireless keyboard as the remote control and have uh, access to things like a program guide, the ability to schedule uh, recordings of your favorite programs in either audio and video or audio only formats. And um, I think it's actually a very good product and it's going to be useful for a lot of folks uh, such as myself. I don't want a cable bill uh, so this is perfect for me because all I ever do is watch things like American Idol or the news and uh, the occasional bad cop program in the middle of the night. Uh, TV Speak also allows me to very quickly record programs. For example, if uh, the news comes on and there's a story that I want to capture, uh, I can simply press the letter V and get the video and audio recording of it. Or if I want the audio only, I'll press the letter S. And there are shortcut keys like that throughout the system, and we can find out what they are uh, from within the help dialog. Let's go ahead and start TV Speak. I don't have a screen reader running right now because TV Speak is completely self-voicing. So there's the uh, the working sound in the background there. TV Speak main menu digital television one of five. I hope that's loud enough. We land in the um, the main menu right away, and the first thing we hear, the first item in this menu is digital television. I'll go ahead and down arrow through this uh, menu. File player two of five configuration three of five. So we heard file player. That's where I would go to playback programs that I've recorded. Configuration. This is where I go uh, to do things like set the audio. There are shortcut keys for that though, and also to scan for or tune in television stations. Uh, just prior to starting this recording, I did do a scan and I actually got 30 channels, which is really good for this area. About four or five. Something to consider when you're um, thinking about purchasing TV speak uh, is, is the type of reception you get in, in the area where you are. And that's why there's a 30-day trial, by the way. You can go to the Code Factory or the TV Speak websites that I mentioned earlier, download the software after purchasing your uh, television tuner card. In my case, I bought something from a company called Hopog. I paid about $60 for it, and you'll find them ranging anywhere between $35 and $100. So purchase the tuner, download the software, give it a whirl. It'll either work for you or it won't. And Exit 5 of 5. In my case, apparently uh, Digital Television 1 of 5. We do okay. So I'm going to go ahead and press enter here on Digital Television. 8WCWAB. And we've still got two movies to go. Things a little different I'm going to turn this up a little bit. Uh, control up arrow, by the way, is the command. Turn up the uh, television. Alt up arrow turns up the uh, text to speech engine. Uh, sounds like a horrible show, but <laughs> by the way, the, speaking of the text-to-speech engines, um, the version that I'm using is using Microsoft Mary. They call that the basic version, and the cost is 245 If you want to uh, purchase the acapella speech, it's another $50. And I can tell you, if you've got Windows Vista or Windows 7, uh, you're already pretty well set with a text-to-speech engine in Microsoft Mary. If you've got Windows XP, on the other hand, probably wouldn't be too thrilled about listening to Microsoft Sam, so maybe uh, the acapella speech is a good way to go, or you could purchase one of the third-party text-to-speech engines, the sappy speech engine. So, Okay, so let's see what else is on. Um, I can either up and down arrow through these options, or I can simply press the number of the channel that I want to go to. And I can also reorder these channels. So I'm going to go to 20, for example. I just press 20, and it switches over. 20 W-C-D-O-D-D. 
Okay, so it sounds like it's one of these cop shows. And unfortunately, um, in this case, there isn't any program guide information. Uh, the, I believe that the television channels are responsible for posting that, and it just didn't happen here. Let's see if there's a um, secondary audio program channel, though. I'll press the letter A. Audio 2. There's two. Very forensic report. Remember the half dozen prints in the triceratops skeleton? It's going to take a while to process them, though. Well, we're waiting on forensics. Let's work on developing some leads. You said that Montero had a warehouse? Yeah, in the Mission District. But there's something else. Miranda's financials. The profits from his company have been going up at a time when other art and antiquity dealers are closing shop. Closing shop? What? Repatriation laws. Countries are now suing for the return of their cultural treasures. You and Rigsby go to the warehouse. See if you can find anything. Okay. So... In this case, there are uh, two audio channels, but they don't seem to be different. Um, either, um, if most cases, when you press the letter A, it's a flip between the available audio channels. Sometimes there are three or four audio channels. Um, you might get Spanish or audio description, depending on the station. In this case, not so much. So, okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and see if there's something else on. I'm just gonna press um, the up arrow key. 21PPD2, dark marking. I thought I understood you, but you take some kind of perverse pleasure in upsetting people when they're at the most vulnerable. Let's press letter A. Audio 2, the tooth. And from the other indications, I'd say that you could be into your third term. My third term! <laughs> well, again, we have a secondary audio program channel, but... Um, I'm going to be a dad! <laughs> there doesn't seem to be anything different about it. Go to the next channel. 22 TPDM. City underwater. So we had enough for a week and we're like, that's it, that's all we have. Okay, so I hear that this program is called Rapids, was that the City Underwater, which safe. was our house this last Saturday. F5 is, tells us what the current program is. TPDM. Current program. City underwater. Date July 21st, 2011. Start time 2100 hours. Duration 1 o'clock. Description on June 10th, 2008. The rain over Cedar Rapids seemed Endless and city employees were getting nervous. The Cedar River, which runs right through the center of town, would burst its banks just two days later. On June 12th, water levels in the river went to minimum gauge 10. Okay, so we got some pretty good information. We got the channel, the name of the program, and a description of the program. Let's see what's uh, on after this. I'll press the F6 key. Next program, last of the rain water basin. Date July 21st, 2011. Time. Okay, so it seems to be all about water uh, on this channel. If I want to, if I want to hear uh, other program guide information, I can press the letter E and see um, the schedule for the whole day here. Okay, usually when we record a program, we know that it's you know usually either on the hour or on the half hour. For the sake of this presentation, I'd like to just kind of show you how it works uh, to record something. So I'm going to record record something f uh, for 9.20. So I'm going to press the space bar here. Channel 1 of 7. And I'm going to down arrow through this menu. Audio options 2 of 7. Teletext 3 of 7. Programming guide 4 of 7. Recordings 5 of 7. Press enter on that. Record audio and video now. 1 of 4. The Carol I hear I can record audio and video now by pressing the letter V. Record audio now. 2 of 4. Audio only by pressing the letter S. Stop recording three to four. D. Letter D as in Delta stops recording. 
Recordings Manager 404. And this is where I want to be as the Recordings Manager. And I, I believe it's at the G. It gets me into the Recording Manager. I'll press Recordings Manager. Add a new scheduled item button. And that's what I want to do. I want to add a new item. Schedule type. Recording. Option. One of seven. Down arrow. Date July 21st, 2011. Option two of seven. So, of course, I can schedule my recording several days out. Start time 2217. Option three of seven. 2217 is the time now. I said I wanted to start it at 2220. Edit mode activated. Do nothing about it. The Carnahan's are 2117 20 to 17 able to return. Mm-hmm. That's to the hour, our right arrow. Minutes. Minutes. Up arrow to 20 to 18. 18. 20 to 19. 19. 20 to 20. Idea, 20. Okay, press enter on that. Edit mode deactivated. And it's been it's been scheduled. So now I can One press the escape key. Changes to the scheduled item have not been saved. Oh. Exit without saving. Yes, no button. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Start time. I'm supposed to save this. 20 duration uh, channel. Twenty recording mode audio I'm audio really one. Sure Rick channel duration one hour zero minutes. Uh, option four of seven. And let's just set this for one minute. One minute here to duration. Edit mode the channel recording audio audio. Save the scheduled item. Changes add scheduled item okay, now I can escape returning to television okay now I can surf a little bit if I want to 23 TPDWX as of 7 p.m. July There's the weather channel 2011 today's high temperature was 86 degrees and the low 71 no precipitation I'm laughing because I'm reminded of a parody that uh, talks about a severe tornado warning and the county's running across the bottom of your screen you know there is a teletext uh, feature built in teletext not available but we hear that in the u.s here it is not yet available and the word yet being the operative word i'm gonna up arrow here and 24 as dear pdd1 no signal yeah there's no signal on that channel 25 as dear pdd2 no signal 26 ktsm digital television I up arrowed, um, and you hear this little delay of uh, maybe five or six seconds. That means that we're actually changing transmitters. We've got several channels um, on the same transmitter, and when we up and down arrow between channels on the same transmitter, uh, we hear the name of the channel immediately. But when we're switching transmitters, it does take a little while here. Okay, what time is it here? Our recording should be started pretty soon. 9.20 p.m. Okay. 920. Introducing the 2012 Kia Sorento. More features, more MPG, more fun. Is your anti-wrinkle cream gone? But not your wrinkles? New Neutrogena Rapid Wrinkle Repair. Its retinol formula smooths wrinkles in just one week. Why wait if you don't have it? Channels 107. Things seem better. Returning to television. Okay, so I blew it. The hour is... uh, I scheduled it for 22.20, and it really should have been 21.20. What time is it now? 9.21 p.m. Okay, so 9.21. I'm going to set this for 9.23 here. The other through 21st century. 
Rotten Chan Audio Teleprogramming Got Recordings 5 of 7 Record Audio and Rep Stop Recordings Manager Record Audio and Video Now 1 of Record Stop Recording Recordings Manager Recordings Manager Add a new Delete All Add a new Schedule Schedule Type Recording Update July 21st 2011 Option Start Time 22-20-edit-mode-f-21-22-edit-mode-deactivated-edit-mode-deactivated-22-20-edit-mode-deactivated-22-20-edit-mode-deactivated-22-20-edit-mode-deactivated-22-20-edit-mode-deactivated-22-
free retail space with every purchase. In school, Bart copies a sentence on a chalkboard. I'm not here on a spitball scholarship. He skateboards out, scattering a pile of leaves to reveal Barney underneath. <laughs> okay, so I love Barney. Um, so that's a little bit about TV speak. Uh, we don't yet work with cable or satellite, yet being the operative word, but is awesome if all you want to do is listen to um, terrestrial high-definition television. All you need is a computer, a TV tuner card, Card with an antenna and uh, the, the TV speak download which is available from www.codefactory.es and you can also find out um, more information about TV speak from the TV speak webpage which is www.tvspeak.es uh, Handy Tech North America is the distributor for this product and you can always reach us at 651-636-5184. You can always send us email at info at handytech.us and visit us online at www.handytech.us. Anyways, that's a brief overview of what's possible with TV Speak. And if you have any questions, I would love to talk to you in person about them. Take care. Bye-bye. This is Colin Gallagher recording for Main Menu. Today, we're going to look at a wonderful little app. I think it's one of the best $10 apps you'll ever buy for your iPhone or iPod Touch. And the app I would like to demonstrate today is called IMAP Weather Radio. It is $10 in the iTunes App Store, and it is well worth the money. One of the reasons, I just want to say this quickly, that I download this app, well, number one, I'm just amazed with the emergency alert system, or as a lot of you might know it, as the emergency broadcast system. But, you know, I've thought a lot, you know, what happens when I'm sleeping? I don't have my TV or radio on, so I found this app. I'm going to demonstrate it for you. So I'm going to um, unlock my iPod Touch. 12.13. Slide to unlock. Enter passcode. Weather, ra weather radio. Now the iPhone or iPod Touch will call it weather radio. Alert. Loading data. Weather radio. Button. Home. Now you, um, you have four tabs. Well, actually no, five. Well, well let me count them. Selected. Radio. Button. One. Come on. My map. Button. Two. My places. Button. Three. Settings. Four. Button. More. Button. Five. So. Selected. Radio. Selected. Radio. Radio is like the most basic function. Right now I'm sitting um, at what I called my home. Because it can rename your points. And so below where it says. Home. But if I swipe, I hear. Right arrow. Button. That's to change the next city. Listen to local alerts or forecast. Now when you double tap on that, you're going to get a forecast, or if they're broadcasting an emergency alert. Well, this actually reads it in a very pleasant voice. When I double tap on this, what it's going to do is it's going to play the radio. It's going to say loading audio and play. Button. I don't know what that is. There's some unlabeled stuff. Selected. Radio. Button. My map. Button. Now that, of course, is not accessible. It's a map. My places. Button. My places. That's where you can add places. Settings. Button. Settings. My places. Button. Oops. Settings. Button. Settings. More. Button. More. We're going to go to settings first. Settings. Button. Double tap. Selected. Settings. 
Now this has your switch buttons to turn on, on and off certain alerts. Severe. Switch button. Fun. Arrow right. Button. Now I'm going to tap that so you can get an idea of what we have in here. Arrow down. Button clock. Switch button. Fun. Tsunami warning. Tsunami warning. Switch button. Fun. Tsunami watch. Tsunami watch. Switch. Tsunami advisory. Tsunami advisory. Switch button. Fun. Flash flood warning. Flash flood warning. Switch button. Fun. Flash flood watch. Flash flood watch. Switch button. Fun. Flash flood statement. Flash flood statement. Switch button. Fun. Aerial flood warning. Aerial flood warning. Switch button. Fun. Aerial flood advisory. Aerial flood advisory. Switch button. Fun. Aerial flood watch. Aerial flood watch. Switch button. Fun. Flood statement. Flood statement. Switch button. Fun. Oh, I don't want to bore you guys, so I'm not going to go through all of them. But that's what the settings allows you to do. Radio. Button. Now we're going to go back to the radio tab. Selected. Radio. And I'm going to click that button. Listen to local alerts or forecasts. So now it's going to give me a forecast. And I'm going to let it play this entire forecast. Because I want you to get an idea on how well it sounds. Alert. Loading audio. Here it comes. Button. For Quincy, Massachusetts at 11.54 p.m. on Friday, August 5th. 2011 Eastern Daylight Time. The temperature is 70 degrees Fahrenheit and cloudy. The wind is from the south-southwest at 9 miles per hour. The humidity is at 81%. The dew point is at 64 degrees. The barometric pressure is 30.07 inches. The current forecast for Quincy, Massachusetts, today. Mostly cloudy, with a high around 78 degrees a low around 65 degrees, and no chance of precipitation. Wind from the south-southwest around 10 miles per hour. Tomorrow, thunderstorms, with a high around 74 degrees, a low around 67 degrees, and a chance of precipitation 60%. Wind from the southeast around 7 miles per hour. Sunday, rain, with a high around 77 degrees. A low around 67 degrees, Ooh. and a chance of precipitation 40%. Wind from the south-southwest around 8 miles per hour. Monday, rain, with a high around 77 degrees, a low around 67 degrees, and a chance of precipitation 40%. Wind from the east-northeast around 6 miles per hour. Tuesday, rain, with a high around 79 degrees a low around 66 degrees, and a chance of precipitation 20%. Wind from the east-southeast around 6 miles per hour. You have been listening to the IMAP Weather Radio Network brought to you by Weather Decision Technologies. Powerful, accurate, global. The current conditions for Quincy, Massachusetts at okay. 11.54 p.m. Done blue. Button. Oh, loading data. Button. Um, so now I'm going to give you an example of what will happen during an alert. I think one of the cities I add, Los Angeles, has um, an alert. So I'm going to let that play. Alert. Loading button. Yep, there is an alert still. Listen to local alerts or forecast. So, so now I'm going to click this again. But the first thing, you know, I might even just turn off voiceover. Voiceover off. High surf advisory in effect until 7 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time Saturday. This the National Weather Service in Los Angeles, Oxnard, has issued a high surf advisory, which is in effect until 7 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time Saturday. 
surf. Surf will build along exposed south-facing shores and range between 6 to 8 feet. Timing. Surf will build tonight and peak early Saturday morning. The surf will then gradually subside Saturday afternoon through the early evening. High tide will occur around 4 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time Saturday. Impacts. Very dangerous rip currents will develop without warning in the vicinity of the large surf. Some beach erosion will occur during high tides and waves can suddenly wash over dry break walls and jetties. Precautionary preparedness actions. A high surf advisory means that high surf will affect beaches in the advisory area, producing rip currents and localized beach erosion. The current conditions for Los Angeles, California at 1140s. Okay. So now I would like to take it through adding a city. But before I do that, voiceover on, weather radio, button. <laughs> I had to turn voiceover on. So now we want to go down to, see, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to flick all the time. I'm going to use my eyes and do this. My places, button. Click my places. Selected, my places. Now first, you can only have five places. Los Angeles, CA, button. Well, now that you got to hear an alert, let's delete Los Angeles. To do that, first you want to flick. Pearl River, Orlando. FL, I had to keep Falmouth, I'm going on vacation for a week. Home, button. Now that home is actually my house. Edit, button. So you want edit. Done, button. Pearl River, NY, button. More info. Delete Los Angeles, CA, <laughs> switch button, off. So now what you want to do is double tap this. Confirm deletion for Los Angeles, CA, button. And double tap again. And what you want to go to from here, there's no need to go into um, add a city. Or, I mean, I mean edit, rather. That's what we want is add. Add a place. Add a place. Add location. Cancel. Button. Search field. Search field. So on this screen, you have a search field. Let's see what else. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just so used to using my eyes. This is my first. Cancel. Button. Add location. Heading. Find me. Button. Enter city. State or postal code or airport code. Search field is editing. Okay. Cancel button. That's Search cancel. field is editing. So I'm going to type in Cork, which is in Ireland. Capital C. Capital C. I. I. Search. More button. Cork, Ireland. Cork, Ireland. And? Current place. It's added. Ireland, button. So now I'm going to show you how to access that new city. Radio, button. Go back to radio. And. Current plate, 4 CP update, button, right arrow, button. I want to keep double tapping on right arrow. Alert, loading data, home. Right arrow, button, alert. But right arrow, button, alert. Button, arrow, Orlando, FL. Right arrow, button, alert. But Pro River. NY, right arrow, button, alert, loading, Cork, Ireland. Now there it is. Listen to local alerts, alert, loading audio. The current button for Cork, Ireland at 12 a.m. on Saturday, August 6, 2011 Eastern Daylight Time. The temperature button, button. So that's how you use the, um, the feature. Now I want to talk to you. I've never um, had this happen yet, but alerts. So I guess what will happen when you receive an alert is you'll hear three beeps. 
followed by a brief voice message by that nice voice that gives the forecast. What I think will happen is that the app will beep. It'll go beep, 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 beep. I heard a little demo of that part. And say, for example, if it's a tornado warning, it will beep and then say, the National Weather Service and blah, blah, blah has issued a tornado warning. And I guess that's a push notification. Then what will happen is, I guess you can view it, and then in the when you select the radio to listen to the stream, it will read that alert to you aloud, so you don't have to use voiceover, which is nice. You know, even though it's $10, it's I think it's quite worth it. I hope you've enjoyed my first thing for main menu. If you have any questions, you can email me at cullen.gallagher at gmail.com. C-U-L-L-E-N dot G-A-L-L-A-G-H-E-R at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O. This is a demo of mobile accessibility, an application developed by Code Factory to allow people who are blind or have low vision to use an Android phone. For this demo, we'll be using HTC Desire running Android 2.2. It is touchscreen only device, so no keypad or QWERTY keyboard. We can think of mobile accessibility as two products in one. Firstly, it is a suite of 10 accessible apps which will allow you to use the most common functionality of your Android phone in an easy, intuitive and simple way. And secondly, it is also a screen reader which allows you to navigate the standard Android internet. Let's get started with the mobile accessibility suite by tapping on the icon. Mobile accessibility, phone one of ten. On the first screen of mobile accessibility, you will find phone one of ten. Phone. Contacts two of ten. Contacts. SMS three of ten. SMS. Alarms. I'm simply moving my finger around the screen and when mobile accessibility finds an element on the screen I get a vibration and some audio feedback and the voice synthesis speaks the text under my finger. The voice synthesis of mobile accessibility is Serena, the British English vocalizer voice from Nuance. So what else do we have on the screen? Calendar 5 of 10. Calendar. Email, email of 10. Web. Of 10. Where am Where I? Apps, settings, settings. I'm moving from one element to another simply by swiping my finger down. Pressing the menu key opens a quick menu whose options are contextual. Date and time one of four. This means that they vary depending on which screen of mobile accessibility you're in. In this case I have four options. I'm going to swipe down. Phone status two of four. Phone status. Settings three of four. Settings. And about. To go back to the top of the list, I swipe right. Date and time one of four. Now let's double tap on date and time. Sunday, the 13th of February, 2011, 2.50pm. Mobile accessibility. Phone one of ten. So I go to the date and time, and then the voice shows me that I'm back in the main menu, and the focus is on the phone element. Yeah, someone's calling me. Let's double tap on the screen to know who it is. Caroline Rackett. Okay, I'm going to answer her. I just need to swipe up. 
Hello Caroline, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm here doing a demo of mobile accessibility. Okay, see you later. Okay, so now let's try to call someone. We'll go to the phone icon in the top of the main menu. Phone one of ten. And double tap anywhere on the screen. List. Phone. List. Incoming Caroline Rackett. 3 colon 3 p.m. 17 seconds 1 of 499. At the top of the screen, we've got call number, which I'm going to select. Call number. Button. And then I double tap anywhere on the screen. Dial pad. Dialog. 5. So here we have the standard dial pad, where 5 is in focus at the moment. 6. By moving around the screen, Nine. 8. The buttons are read Seven. back to me. Only when I release is the number actually selected for dialing. Like that. So if I carry on moving around the screen and selecting numbers, Okay, so now we have a number marked. Let's try to call it. We select the dial button at the bottom and double tap anywhere on the screen. And this makes our call. Okay, let's try to create an SMS. We select the SMS icon and double tap anywhere on the screen. SMS, compose new message. Now with Compose New Message selected, double tapping, we're opening up a new SMS. To enter the destination number, I'm going to use speech recognition. For that, I have to long press the volume down, wait for a vibration, speak and release. To validate, I double tap the screen or press the trackball. 629 now moving on to the message field I swipe down and from contacts button swipe down again Now I'm in the message field. This time, let's use the touch QWERTY keyboard to input some text. A long press on volume up, keyboard open, lowercase mode, and adjusting the orientation of the phone to match the orientation of the QWERTY keyboard. Now, as I move around, the keys are spoken back to me. Releasing a key selects it. So I'm going to type hello by moving around and releasing. Now to exit the keyboard, long press again on volume up. And here we have our message.
Now let's search for the send button, which is down at the bottom of the screen. Message sent button. And then double tap sending message to actually message send. SMS compose new message button. Okay, now let's take a look at some of the settings that we have available. Phone settings list incoming call ringtone one of ten. I'm just going to swipe down through. All the options. Two of ten. Sound profile. Three of ten. Vibrate when receiving a call. Checkbox. Checked. Four of ten. Vibrate on notifications. Checkbox. Checked. Five of ten. Advanced. Six of ten. Speech settings. Seven of ten. Speech settings. List. Rate. One of six. Pitch, two of six. Punctuation verbosity, three of six. Indicate capitalization. Checkbox, checked, four of six. Spell phonetically. Checkbox, not checked, five of six. Number processing, six of six. So those are some of the settings we have. Before ending this demo, let's get out of the mobile accessibility suite and see what happens with the screen reader. HTC Sense window. You are now outside of mobile accessibility. If I select menu, menu, all apps, one of six. And navigate with the trackball, two of six. The options are read to me. All apps, one of six. And for example, if I go into all apps, HTC clicking the trackball, Each of the available apps are read back to me Action. when I navigate around. Three of seventy-nine. Calculator. Seven of seventy-nine. Count for me. Six of seventy-nine. And so on. Okay, so that's it for today. There are many other great things to demo with mobile accessibility for Android, like how to browse the web, send and receive emails, manage contacts, schedule appointments in the calendar, etc. So stay tuned to our YouTube video channel. Code Factory videos, and we will try to publish more demo videos. For more information about Code Factory and our products, visit our webpage at www.codefactory.es. That's www.codefactory.es. That concludes this edition of Main Menu. We trust you've enjoyed the program. On behalf of the entire Main Menu team, I'm Jamie Pauls wishing you and yours a great week.